Hey folks, it's John here before the episode letting you know that after this one we're uh, taking a week off, which means you have two wonderful weeks to try out some of the tips in this upcoming episode about winter. And, uh, you know, keep your lives busy. I know it's going to be tough without us, but I'm sure you'll figure it out. And uh, when you come back, we'll have some fresh poop jokes to share with you. Welcome to Just Wing It, the podcast! Tim Berners-Lee is right above us. Tim Berners-Lee is above us in this building. I mean, he could be traveling right now. He's probably like, you know... He's, he's traveling either the digital... Well, he teaches at both Oxford and MIT. He's surfing the waves of the web, or he's just above us, or at MIT, or... or it could be just transdimensional. In England. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm getting distracted because I always thought he was nondescript, and then I looked up a picture, and he's actually pretty uh, handsome. He's a handsome fellow. And, and there's there's some hubbub in the office about... We were just talking yeah. before we started the episode about how we're going to do an episode on the internet because of this, because... But we're going to focus only on his deltoids. We're going to talk For about sure. his, his yeah. definition. But right now, you find he finds that much time to stay in that kind of shape. The dude's fucking like sixty, right? You know, he is in charge of the internet, kind of. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. You know, you're right about yeah. He still finds time. You know what? I bet those two things go hand in hand. Like if he hadn't been taking care of his body and working out, Mm -hmm. he probably wouldn't have done half the stuff he did. That's true. You know what I mean? Just getting started. He's just getting warmed up. Just just like this podcast. (laughs) Eventually, we'll get started. Yeah, we are. So today, Um, we're both. Well, we're going to get to our segments and our updates soon. But just a little bit of background, just to give you kind of scene setting on this episode. Oh man! So the office is basically empty today. Yeah, this is like classic MC Tumbleweeds territory. There's like nobody here. But John and I decided to brave the winter storm. Which was actually an actual winter storm. Which this was, was yeah, I got about a foot. How about you? Yeah, about a foot. It uh-huh. was crazy, like yeah. a huge accumulation. And uh, and we came into the office just because this is where the recording studio was. I mean, so really, we, we want you to know you this. A hundred percent, both of us would have stayed home to work because we can both work from home. We have yeah. that luxury in our job, uh, which is awesome. And we really made an effort today. I was I like, John, like, please tell me you're not coming in. Please tell me you're not. And he's like, I think I'm going to come in. I'm like, fuck. I know. I said this. I felt exactly you were the, the same. same I was I hoping, it. But I knew if we didn't do it today that we it would be hard time to Right, because you know, you've got to be away soon. conference again. Yep. Uh, Are you facilitating? Uh, I'm facilitating Now that with you're a Barack scrum Obama. master, you're just fucking facilitating um, everything. It has nothing to do with scrum, but it is the one that I told you about that will have Barack Obama, Oprah oh, Winfrey, right. Richard Branson. Yes. And some other cool people. Dalai Lama. Yeah. <laughs> the Dalai and Archbishop Desmond He's going to be a surprise guest. Yes, he's going to pop in out of a birthday yeah, cake yeah, yeah. at the end. <laughs> Completely naked. <laughs> Very joyful. Uh, but, you know, you remember that scene in Lord of the Rings? I mean, you know, half the movie is them walking. But do you remember they're walking through the snowy mountain? Yeah. yeah. For like three hours? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's basically what it took for us to get into <laughs> that. That's basically like, what Like, that's it took. the visual. Yes. It was beautiful. I'm like physically in pain right now. Yeah, me too. It, it was a struggle. You know? It was and a when struggle. When you're drawn by the inexorable power of the ancient ring, it's uh, it takes a toll. In this on case, you, our fannies slash the toll was our our douchebag fans who expect an episode. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. We it did was, all this for fun. for a handful of people who are going to listen. That's true. But, Plus, you and, got a conference a handful, coming up. Handful, you know, to the third power. Does that That's, make any depends sense? Depends on the size of your hand. That could be many, <laughs> many, many people. <laughs> So I hope you guys liked our cancer episode last time. That was a, a little bit of a change up. Yeah, that was it was something, huh? It was like an actual it was like an actual podcast episode. It wasn't just us sitting here fucking it got talking. Pretty, it got real. It got I, I, had, intense, I feel like there yeah. was something I thought about after the fact that I was like, I should really point out that I was wrong about that. Oh, I got um, something I was wrong about. Oh, good. Go ahead. So my wife, Micah, mm-hmm. who oh, we, I love that she's responded, a nurse and can actually correct I'm getting you on a, these and things. I'm getting a lot of shit from other medical professionals in the family because mm-hmm. unfortunately I'm like the only non-medical professional. So she wanted me to clarify something. Yeah. Where uh, so I I might have misspoken and said that the poop pellets are formed in the stomach. Okay, obviously, honey. People don't think that that's really where poop... Maybe there are some people out there. I don't know. Obama listening to the show doesn't think so. Poop doesn't come from the stomach, right? <laughs> that's where food is digested. <laughs> so she wanted me to, to it, just it goes point out... a few things It's first, in the intestinal yeah. tract, which is after the stomach. Right. That's where the actual poop comes from. So she's very we can specific split the about difference this. and say that you were wrong and I was wrong, but well, you know, we were point, in between. I mean, at what point does that transition into the actual butthole? I mean, I feel like that's a pretty... You know, the butthole is just the mouth. It's the trumpeting mouth of the, it's the intestinal tract. It is the entrance to the tract. cave of it the is intestinal tract. To the cave. So, like, uh-huh. you know, a, I mean, a cave in entrance is part of the cave. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, there's, so there's a journey there too. Well, just actually, like Lord I think, of the Rings. Well, yeah, there is a journey. But to be fair, I'm still right because my my I, I never brought up this fucking stomach. That was just a misnomer. <laughs> I brought up the fact that it was the intestinal tract. So I'm still right. Still drawn by the inexorable power yeah. of the ring. Still very cold. We're here recording today. How you been? I was going to fact check something about cancer because I felt like that was important, but I really don't remember. 
Uh, so, you know, if you were listening and have any questions, write in or whatever. Just keep um, grabbing your balls every day. Uh, I think I didn't clarify. I was still able to have kids. So if anyone, you know, I, I feel like this was a good educational moment for anyone who's wondering about testicular cancer. So I do want to be clear about the fact that I was able to, on my own, without tapping into the frozen supply, which I guess still exists somewhere. Um, that'll be interesting. Well, you're mentioning uh, it's almost gone. Right? You're right. Like, it, it is. It's, it's After a, 10 years, they yeah. just get rid of it on their own. They just dump it, you know. Did you even just dump it into like a trash barrel? Or? <laughs> just bring it outside <laughs> of like a Dunkin' Donuts and just like just throw it in the garbage. Uh, so, so I just want you to know if anyone listening happened to come upon this episode and either knows somebody who's battling with it or is, um, you know, there are many, many men who go on to have kids and like li- live very happy, healthy lives. So, yeah. um, you know, we're fortunate with that kind of cancer. But um, maybe on a lighter note, I also want to point out the lengths that I went through to get a fart noise for your, you know, our new, um, uh, talking. Exactly. um, segment, which, you know, it was important to us that we had a fart noise that would play in that as an intro to it. Right. Um, you and found a good one. I found a pretty good one. I have to say, so I mean, I'd be interested in how you would have approached this, Patrick, but for okay. me, um, it's all about like it has to have the right kind of sound to it. I, and I so I use freesound.org, which is a great site. You can get lots of. It stuff It is a there. great site, and I've used that for many projects over the last seven or eight years. And mm-hmm. it is a wonderful resource, and you can support them with a donation to PayPal. So actually, oh, cool. sign up and do that. I won't yeah. do that. I give him two dollars yeah, once. I didn't I give him like anything. A, a pretty big deal. <laughs> Tim Berners Lee. That's why he's actually here. He's so, paying his respects. Yeah, exactly. So it's a great site. Um, I was I was thoroughly impressed with the the volume of fart noises. I mean, there were we're talking dozens of pages worth of listings of fart noises. Um, and it was important to me that we got the right one. So like initially um, I had settled on one called fart Oh one and it was by junk food two one two one or something like that, which I appreciated. Cause like the junk food fart, it just, you know, it has a good ring to it. Right. I mean, it that's, does, that's yeah. like the, the juicy one. It's evocative. It's evocative. But the problem was it was really tinny sounding. It was, it was too high pitched. Too much treble. Too much treble. Exactly. Kind of like, no, more than that. Like more. Yeah, it was, yeah, <laughs> And it wasn't working for me. Like, I didn't want our fannies, our you, winglets to be... You need some meat to it. Yeah, exactly. And then there were some legit... I mean, first of all, I was going through these, and it was late at night, so, like, Luke was sleeping above me because I was late in Late at basement. night was 7.30. This is, this and is... I was, like, containing my laughter, you know, just in my brain, <laughs> laughing uproariously <laughs> at these sound effects. And then um, I came upon one that actually was, like, you had to click a disclaimer to listen to it. Wow. <laughs> it was, like, explicit. It was explicit. It was labeled as explicit. Oh, my God. And it was clear to me that with some of these, people just use like a whoopee cushion or some sound effect. Yeah, you know? which is bullshit. Yeah, it is. Or a mouth fart. You know, anybody mm-hmm. can do that. And some of them, opposite extreme, were were very clearly in an actual toilet. I mean, people must yeah, have the put echo. the recorder in the toilet. Yeah, it's got that weird reverb. It was like it's a like, fart. <laughs> yeah, it was like yeah. a poop fart. Right. You know? <laughs> So I that to me was a little too far, and I also you know I respect you guys. I want you to be able to listen to this and not like puke. To be fair, we spent half of the last episode talking about barfing. So That's true. You know, you're right. I mean, yeah, we don't yeah, respect yeah, you that right much. Let's that. be clear. So I just want to give credit to La Pachipi, who this fart was also called Fart One. La Pachipi, fifty eight hundred downloads, um, and uh, and I can see why because it just had the right amount of juiciness to it. It sounded you know isn't it exquisite? It was it was pretty good. Hey John, have I told you about the fart project? No, is I don't that, think this has come up on the show. That's before. an actual thing. Yeah, I'm gonna. Of so course. this is gonna be and of course terrible you, audio, but I'm gonna show you right something now? right now. Are we now. about to do that? Uh, no, this actually is <laughs> okay. not. This is this is this is ass cataloging. Go ahead. Uh, so I'm gonna show you something on my phone, and um, you can just sort of like narrate what you're seeing. Okay? All right. Right now, I just see a listing, and I can't read anything on it. So you're gonna have to read it to me. <laughs> this is the recordings app on my phone. <laughs> okay, it's the recordings app. I'm not an iPhone user. And he is scrolling through probably about a million sounds as he goes through. Am I supposed to? Is that supposed to allow me? Those are all farts. (laughs) For about four years, I recorded every fart that I had. And I gave it a unique name. Well, it was every fart that was worth recording. And yeah, oh yeah. And they all have great. So like here, I'll I'll just read some random. You made me hunt down on freesound.org when I could have used. It's very intimate to give my actual fart. But you know, we'll see. You know, we have a new jingle coming I mean, you're going to play one right now, aren't you? No, no, no. But I'm I'm just going to give you an idea of some of the. uh, So here's some titles, okay? All right. The Agony and the Ecstasy, The Thumper, Evacuation, Episode Fart, Revenge of the Shit, Bulldozer Getting Hit by a Train, The Hound's Attack, Here Comes the Fart, Buzzer Beta, Vox Humana, Enormous Duck Getting Pissed, Waltz, Double Trouble, Broken Chainsaw, Farting in the Rain, I'm Farting in the Rain, Holy It's Trying shit. to Escape, Swing Dance, Falling Down the Stairs, Little Baby Smackdown, Dancing Gorilla, Fat Chicken, 
Was this before kids? This was before kids. Okay. And then as soon as I had sense. kids, I was like, well, I can't do this anymore. I literally have almost 10,000 recordings on my phone of this. The idea was I was trying to like, I was going to submit it as like a humor article to like college humor or something. And then I just never did. So now my phone just has thousands so you've of done, fart sounds. To be but clear, fucking good. You've done nothing with this Not except name them it. and catalog them yourself. Yeah. And then it's just, it's just something that like, you know, some of my groups of friends, I'll send them like a, a treat every once in a while, like an especially good one. Couldn't you make you know? like a lot of money with those? No, probably not because they're <laughs> fucking horrifying. But there's some good, there's some good like like Just Michael Bay is a good one. Just think about all the movie sound effects you could do. Oh, I, I have an entire database of you know pretty high quality fart noises. I mean, because because by the end of this process, I was fucking really good. I was like I knew exactly like how to stand. Oh, where of the course. phone should go so it yeah. didn't get any wind interference. I knew how to, how hard to clench to get the right tonality to come out. So like you know, I, I mean, and yet I could, there was enough diversity in your farts. Yes, even, even though you were like honing in on the right technique. Yes. They all sounded different enough that it was worth recording. Well, because by that point, I had the kind of control that most men dream of. You know, I was yeah. sort of, I was a god among mortals at that point, you know, wow. with my farting. I imagine that did phone. prepare you well for, you know, what would come with Jude and, and uh, Henry and, oh, yeah. you know, it did. Modeling the fart. And they fucking love, like, we, we would just I mean. put it on yeah. Bluetooth and, and go through these things and they'll, like, choose the ones that they want. And it's funny. So I've actually, you know, it's actually had some value to it. I'm yeah. glad that I have this right. enormous. That's fair. It's like the, you know, the international movie database of fart noises that I've made on my phone. That's. So quite something it is. Hey, we got a new segment to premiere. You want to? Uh, we do. You, you think we should do it? Out? Are I we think ready? We should fucking do it. All right, let's do it. So this one is going to be called. What is it? Hypothetically, that's the. Be- I mean, we we haven't come out well, of a better we, title we, we yet. We actually we specifically want you guys to help us name it because we got ass talking, which yeah. is pretty good. It's right? a pretty good one. We have another one that we're going to roll out called Just Whinging It. Yeah, which you're I'm very excited hear about, about. You know, next time probably. Yeah. But um, but this one, John uh, is not. You know super creatively inclined in this particular department. No, as you can see. He's not yeah. naming thousands of farts on his phone. I don't have words. So what are you thinking? So here's the deal, okay? So what we're going to do with this segment is each one, and we've actually done a few of these. We didn't call them out explicitly as segments, but, you know, we had these uh, questions like, what would you do if your child turned into a zombie? You know, like, what would mm-hmm. you do in that moment? What would you actually do? And and be real about this. And then we did another one about whether uh, it would be R2-D2 or C-3PO who would babysit. And so I thought, let's make this into more of a, you know, a series of a uh, segment. So in this case, I want you to picture this. You ready? I think so. Hypothetically. That's a dumb title. That is, give us something better, yeah, please. Give us a hypo... What if? What ifing it? What ifing it? What ifing it? Is that terrible? Whiffing it. Whiffing it? With no. No, that, that's, that's more we gotta, like we gotta, fart noises. Yeah, we got to... Okay, gotta it doesn't matter. It. So <clears throat> here's the scene. You're at a Chinese food restaurant. You're with some friends and your family. Okay, you're all mm-hmm. having a great meal. Everything's going fine. You eat your meal. You get your fortune cookies. You, uh, you know, you do the thing you have to do, which is hand someone Kill else their somebody. fortune cookie. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. You can never take your own. Right. You have to actually hand it to somebody, right. and someone hands it to you. Everybody's reading theirs. They're laughing or whatever. You open yours, and you look at it, and then you read it, and it says, "You have seven days left. Enjoy it." Like the ring. That's it. It says you have seven days left, period. Okay. Enjoy it, okay. period. So all that setup was just to get us to the... <laughs> that we're dying in seven days. I had to... No, no. Well, are oh, you? We don't know. That's the oh, thing. Oh, here's you know, where it comes all in. All you know... Whiffing it. All you know... Trademark, yeah. ...is that you've just gotten this fortune cookie. Okay. You haven't even read it to anybody yet. You've yeah. just read it yourself. It just says you have seven days. You have seven days. Is there a lottery number on the other side? Enjoy it. Oh, always. Definitely. Okay. You have seven days, period. Enjoy it. Did I say you have seven days to live the first time? I don't remember, but whatever. You have se- no, you said you have seven days. Okay. And then it also says enjoy it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, there's got to be a fortune-ish, you know, thing going on there. I mean, actually, well, that's not see, a fortune. <laughs> no, it, well, important thing, it's not. But also, I was thinking, it's, actually, it's actually, how about, let's say it doesn't say enjoy it, okay? Just, just for the purpose of this argument. Let's say it just says you have seven days. All right, fine. Okay? And it's in the same typeface as a regular fortune I cookie. thought this was my fucking looks, segment. Well, hang on! So I'm just just clarifying. So so it looks like a regular fortune cookie. Oh, everything right? is it's exactly, believable. Uh-huh. It's it's not somebody with a fucking ransom note. Right. Speaking of which, True Detective season three, fucking incredibly good. Oh, is it on? Yeah, it's over. Okay. Yeah, watch it. Was was season? Amazing. I mean, one was mind blowing to me. Like one, some of the one best was one TV of the greatest ever. things I've ever seen on television. Two, I didn't actually watch two because was, I heard it was really bad. Two was uh, less interesting than the fart noises that I was just showing. You. <laughs> two is the worst fucking thing. Okay, ever. so three is worth three watching. Is absolutely magic. It is okay, just that's, wonderful. That's really good to know. It is not so. The thing season one to me is like so far above anything else. Like in anything the, in that genre. Ever. That yeah. it's it's that's not going to happen again. That was a magic thing. Season three though is like season one with just a little bit of magic removed. So mm. it still has that wonderful dark. Very yeah, 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 yeah. interesting thing going on. Mm-hmm. The story is very followable. The performances are just fucking amazing. Um, 
Okay, I'll watch it. It's just watch it. All right, really come good. back to this. Anyway, now. so it's not a ransom note kind of thing where somebody's like, you know, it's not like it doesn't look like no, somebody. No, 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 no. Everything it, it about looks, it, looks, it looks like a believable fortune. Absolutely, cookie. it just happens to say something yeah. cryptic about having seven days. Okay. Yeah. So what would you do? Like, take it right from the, at that moment. First of all, would you even share it with people? Like, what would you do? I would fucking laugh about it and put it on Facebook. That's all you would do. Yeah. <laughs> what would you do? Yeah, probably the same. I don't know. I mean, so my initial Wait, thing- Wait, who handed it to me? I don't know, Micah. But the, all right, so, well, if I fuck up, <laughs> if I fuck up the butt, the poops, the uh, the pellet poops again, she might actually do that. Uh... Wait, so so this is like, okay, so if the fortune cookie- I wanted to say you have seven days left to live. I want to be explicit Okay, so, here. okay, there you go. So it says you have seven, but it doesn't say enjoy it or does it? No, fine, it doesn't. Okay, you have seven days left to live. Okay. That's it. And it was brought to us by the so staff. So there's no part of you that would take that seriously. Well, I won't get into what I would do. There's no part of you that would take that seriously or just, you just laugh and then move on and you forget it entirely. Of course I wouldn't take it seriously. Are you kidding me? Okay. For what? There's so many layers of removal from this thing. Okay. <laughs> so this comes out to the table randomly. So maybe whoever was behind this, if this is like a hit, yeah. is setting it up so that it goes to this table of people because one of us at the table is a target, right? Right. What are the chances that being randomly handed this by somebody like my wife at the table would mean that it was specifically for one thing for me? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It could be for somebody else if we're even taking it seriously. <laughs> but on top of that, it's got the right typeface on it and it's sealed like a regular fortune uh-huh. Cookie would be. So it seems like it's just coming from this random dispensary and somebody there is pulling a fucking Momo trick on Ooh. us, right? And just trying to scare somebody at the table, right. right? Yeah. That That's what I would go to first. That being said, I would put a seven-day reminder on my calendar and be like, just make sure that like I know where everybody is, you know, just-, just So you would, okay. Because you never, you never know. That's the thing, yeah. But I would not actually take it seriously. What would you do? But you'd put a seven-day reminder. Just to like remember it. So I, so I made sure that I kind of, you know, kept tabs. Cause, because I am also a paranoid person, as you know. Which every, is partially why I asked you this question. Right. Every time I have a sneeze, I'm, I'm considering that I'm dying, you know. So there's, would you, would you act or live your life in those seven days any differently than you nope. normally do? You just go on doing everything you do normally, yeah. farting all day. Yeah, recording it. Yep. What about you? Um, I haven't thought about it much. I thought it was like an interesting premise. I had thought of this a while ago. Like it'd be kind of a fun new, uh, just like a short story. Well, or... can, I, can I kind of turn it around on you a little bit? I mean, yeah, go ahead okay. if you want to do that. What if you were, okay, what if you had a text on your phone mm-hmm. from a number of somebody that you had in your contact list, but with whom you had lost contact over the years? But you remember them from high school. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's the guy whose teeth you punched out, but we'll say maybe (laughs) maybe it was the guy whose teeth. And that said, you have seven days. I'll see you at sunset. (laughs) Would you you do anything with that information? Would you go to the police? I'd probably just say WTF question mark. Like, I'd I'd do something to get more info from that person to see if it's even like, you know, what the deal is. But I wouldn't. No more answers. You try to track their location. You can't. It's blocked. What would you do? Yeah, I guess I guess I'd show it to the police. Okay, and what would they say? I don't fucking know. I'm not the police. They would say, "Watch True Detective season three because <laughs> it's fucking amazing." Is this the premise? And they would no, it's not. But they would also probably say, "Well, you know, it, that's purely circumstantial. It's probably somebody playing a prank on you. We, yeah. you know, we, there's nothing we can, you know, we can't do anything I know, with that I don't information." Know if I get it right up to the police. Um. So, so then you're left on your own again. You mm-hmm. have this weird text. They're not responding to you. You can't track location. But you know that you have four days left by this point, okay? And four days from now, you're taking a trip to Michigan to go visit a relative who's ailing, okay? Yep. And you're going to go to this trip, and this happens to be the same place where this random contact- okay, Final destination. You, teeth you knocked out lives, okay? Uh-huh. So they clearly know, for one thing, they still have your information. They know where you live. They know you're taking this trip, so they've clearly been surveilling you. What do you do when you get to the airport I mean, and you notice the sun going down? First of all, I wouldn't let it get to the airport point. If I put all those pieces together and triangulate it to the point where I know it's the person who's going to be in Michigan and they figured out that I was going there and mm-hmm. ha- would have had no way of doing that other than like stalking me, then I would bring that to the police. Because if I had a person and I had all those details, I think that'd be enough. Would you bring it to the Michigan police? To like the state police? And well, I'd start well, with here's my another local. question. In the airport, there's no jurisdictional... Rights, right? Like, oh, who the, the fuck, fuck with TSA have? handles that? So you would tell TSA? Well, no. I, like I said, I would have told it four days earlier. I would have went to my local police. Yeah, but they don't have jurisdiction in Michigan. So you well, go to the FBI? Yeah, then they'll call the police there or whatever. So you would have gotten guidance they'll from They'll coordinate the stuff. Okay. So what if you get they'll off the plane? make some calls. You get off the plane. You go on the tarmac. You're waiting for your pickup car. 
and the person driving the car is your mother, <laughs> what would you do? What the fuck? Are you... Just go with me on this. What would you is do? Is my mother? Would you get in the car? I'd be like, why are you? I'd have a conversation with my mom about why she's there. And then I'd get in the car because she's my mom. She's lovely. And then in the back seat, you turn oh. around and this person has her at gunpoint. It's the person. I'd it's punch the, person the rest of his the fucking teeth, teeth you punch out. punch the rest of his teeth out? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I Fair wouldn't enough. even be able to control myself. It would just happen. You would you know be like, I mean? oh, oh yeah. shit. And then hopefully the gun wouldn't go off. But... Yeah, that, well, that's the problem, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good enough. I can't control myself. How did we just turn a fortune cookie episode or segment into my mom driving a car in Michigan with that's being just, held at gunpoint? Uh, I have a short attention span. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> These stories, I already moved on from it. Oh, my God. Well, because the fortune cookie thing is problematic because it's too it's too randomized. You know what I mean? And I don't believe that's in supernatural the, shit. But that's, right? No, no, but that's like the creepy part of it. It's like... Of all the fortune cookies you could have gotten, like, yeah. first of all, it's creepy that someone actually would have done that because, you know, it would have had to be a person. There's an element of creepiness Or, or, yes. you're going to love this, I could imagine that at some point in time, if not now, they will be written by AI. Oh my God, fucking John, <laughs> you're crazy. So what if that was the moment where around the world, every, every fortune cookie that was opened... They all said, said the it at the thing. same time. Oh. What if they all just put out the same string of numbers? Because seriously, people aren't going to keep writing the stupid things. Well, I, I, I'm sure they probably don't anymore. Anyway, right? <laughs> there's like a database. I don't think there's, like, there's like one oracle somewhere just writing all the fortune <laughs> cookies down. They just like pull it from like HallmarkCards.com. But what do you? I mean, but somebody's got to like proofread them or something. Well, actually, if you've read, yeah, them, maybe, maybe maybe not. I think they. I think there's some process for actually thinking of those words or whatever, writing them down. And most of them come from New York, I think, actually. There's oh, do these they? enormous factories. Yeah, it was, there was like a uh, how it's made on this. Oh, thing. cool. It's actually really good. That would be yeah. interesting. Um, so so AI talk is going to gonna be taking that so over, what, Tim Berners-Lee will come. Yeah. He will flex a little bit for us, show off those <laughs> rippling obliques, and then he will tell us the story about this. Yeah. Um, he literally is feet away from us right now. His feet could be right you can above sense your head right the, now. You can sense the, uh, the sensual majesty of his presence. Well, and he does, if, as I understand it, has like the sixth sense with, you know, he's just always connected, right? With everything, he's, he's every a, being, a, a every living organism. Snow day! Yeah, let's yeah. transition. Um, th- what an appropriate time for us to have this conversation. We thought, you know, after the cancer episode, we could do something a little lighter. Yeah. And uh, light and fluffy. Uh, yeah, um, powdery. And talk about the winter and how we sort of like get through it, you know? Because yeah. we're, we're now in New England in this March time frame where everybody's just like ready for it to be done. Well, this season has been weird because it's been very late that we've gotten snowfall, and like now we finally are. Which yeah. I, I say finally, and I mean it because I fucking love snow. Oh, I, love I am a big fan. You are. Do oh, you, yeah. So, what do you do in the snow? I pee. <laughs> no, what, what you, am I doing do you, in the snow? Well, we went sledding yesterday. That's what I mean. And I, you it could was, be like a, a fucking extreme snowboarder. I don't know. Well, I, so I used to ski, and then I broke my leg. But I used to be very serious about it. <laughs> Can you describe um, that? When I broke was my it leg, funny? Uh, kind of. Well, I was eight. And I was, oh, it was my first time on a black diamond. Sad. Never mind. I, no, I was no, hoping no. it'd be well, older. It's, it's, so this is sort of funny. So, so I was, it was my first time. I had a friend named Todd. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Todds. Why do all Todds Todd love move. to fucking ski? They do. Yeah. It's a classic skiing. If it's your cl- name is Todd, or lacrosse, right? You're wearing a fucking ski sweater all the time. You're wearing a fucking ski sweater. If you like it or not, Todd. <laughs> and, you, and you're gonna be a great skier. Yeah. You're I gonna ch- be if there's any Todd listening to this episode who doesn't ski. Write to us and correct me here. But, yeah. I, but it, it won't also happen. Starts, it's a wonderful activity. It won't happen. So I was very serious about it, you know, when I was a little kid. We used to take a lot of trips to Vermont. We used yeah. to do a lot of a lot of skiing. Was this when you used um, to sing in the choir as well? This was this was roughly to those okay, two well, ever this converge. Is actually, oh, to, God, there's a lot of stories that are kind of merging while you were skiing. I would yeah, I'd be like, ah! as I was then, going down the mountain. And then an avalanche yeah. would come falling. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> um, so so there were kind of a, there's a couple things that merged at the same time. So when I was seven and eight, which is also when a lot of my like pop culture things that I still love to this day kind of came from with like yeah, million and when your voice dropped, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so I broke my leg, and because of that, I was sort of like homebound for six months with this giant what? cast on. Yeah, six months. Yeah, Holy I mean, I went shit. to school, but like, but it was uh, other oh, than that. So, so what? How are you homebound? Yeah, then? I don't see. In my head, was I wasn't going to word? school, but I definitely was. But see, but the thing is that like, I really was kind of immobilized, and that's how I got my Sega Genesis and started playing Alien Three, wow. which I just dug up my copy of Good recently thing you and broke played that with the leg. boys and had so much nostalgia, I almost fucking died. Imagine if you it. didn't break your leg. Maybe I would never. Be be, you know, co-hosting the Alien podcast. Wow, now, right? that's, that's that's fate. That's, that's fucking fate, right fate. there, buddy. Break some legs. So, uh, but I, I was on a black diamond going downhill very fast. Uh, it was called At Dinosaur Mountain. Old? Who let you? I was go very on black serious diamond. about this shit. Right, I was a ski right. instructor. I was in like the advanced babies class. You know. Yeah. 
Um, some of us never get out of the advanced babies class. And uh, my friend Todd and I were going down, but because it was Connecticut and because it was not super cold out and mm-hmm. that there was a lot of these sort of freezing and melting cycles going on, there was a lot of ice, which is obviously problematic. Right. And there had been a snow cat. You know what a snow cat is? No. Okay, a snow cat up, is... I assume. Um, yeah, it is. It's Wait, it's a mythical cat? No, it's a... <laughs> that only... <laughs> Few have seen, but apparently it does exist in the snow. The legendary it comes out snow cat. When the, when the temperature is just right, yeah. when the snow is starting to melt. And then it just tears up your chairs and then and walks it away. For, it's yeah. like... <laughs> yeah. And it's purple for some reason. It is purple. Why do uh, I the think, snow cat oh, is a grooming equipment. Brown bear, brown bear, the purple cat. That's why I thought of that. Okay, keep going. That sounds like a weird myth. You've read that book, right? Uh, are you talking about the uh, like Eric Carl's no, no, first no, no. illustrating you're not, you're job? Not with me, Can't stay with yeah, me. The, the, yeah, brown bear. I, I was just coming up with the purple cat thing because yeah, brown bear. Yeah, with the it's Eric Carl's first like major kids illustration. Yeah, job, sure, right? sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, he didn't write it though. Um, no, he didn't. Uh, no, he did not. So we're going downhill and we get caught in these snowcat truck. The snowcat is a grooming truck that that has like a big you know caterpillar style oh, wheels on it. That right? kind of cat. Yeah. Um, and it had frozen over, so there were these two tracks that converged. Oh, shit. And so, and I was kind of racing him downhill because I'm an idiot. Yeah. But you're not as and good as Todd because no one's as good no, as Todd can't skiing. can't touch Todd no. skiing. He's a fucking phenom. What were you thinking? I know. That was crazy. I should have changed my name. Um, and, you know, and we got caught in these converging tracks, and so we're kind of gradually going towards each other. And I, and I, I really remember this whole sequence of events because oh. I was like, oh, this is really unsafe. <laughs> and we hit each other, and he flies over me, and I see him flying down the mountain, and he lands oh, on his shit. head. So I thought he was dead. I really, oh, I was like, God. I just murdered the best skier in the country. <laughs> but because um, he's Todd, he was fine. He was indomitable, yeah. yeah. And of course, yeah. he actually was completely fine. He was like laughing about it. Oh, yeah. I was laughing too. All. I was like, this is yeah. fucking funny. He's fucking head first in the snow. He's yeah, in a tree. He's he just like, yeah. His feet are just waving around like Looney Tunes. And he's laughing. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're like, you've barely fallen and your leg's broken. Well, I, was, I was totally fine. I was just laying on the ground, but my foot was stuck in the snow. Um, and I had rental skis on oh. and the bindings were the wrong size. So oh, it hadn't, no. it had, the binding hadn't unclipped from it. Because, you know, when you have, have you skied before? Um, I used to be a pro, yeah. You were, yeah, we, back when no, you were Todd. The Todd, <laughs> the bunny the Todd era. The bunny slope. I probably skied maybe five, six times in my life. Okay, well, there's these yeah. things that are very important called bindings that mm-hmm. allow you to separate from the skis and yeah, when this kind of thing happens. That's kind of a big deal, right? yeah. That's and why mine I don't was like the, the wrong size and it didn't. Those, you feel you're even more attached to just one thing. I don't like well, that. Well, they have bindings as well. I'm sure they do, but like you still, you know, just having the control of you, having your feet separated. Yeah, it's weird it's, having your feet stuck together on a snowboard. Right? Yeah, and you kind of have to fall on your ass to stop in certain situations. Um, and so, uh, so I, I tried to stand up and that was when it was like, I like passed out from the pain because oh. my foot was facing the wrong way in so, the snow. Was your foot already broken or was it when you started to stand? It was, it was my actually, leg for one thing. I mean, my tibia. Leg, yeah. Um, and it was, yeah, it was already, it was already, it was facing backwards, oh. and, but it was under the snow. Cause what happened was I kind of tumbled and then I got stuck in the snow and it didn't disengage. So I spun yeah, around it. This is why you shouldn't ski. And then I was like laying there and I was like, someday I'm going to break my coccyx and that's going to be a fucking reminder of this. Um, and I tried to get up, and that was when it. So I got to get taken head first down uh, by the toboggan like safety team, which was fucking crazy. And then wow. I got my Sega from that, and that was a lot of fun. So very long story short. So since then you have not I, skied. No, I have. I've, I've I've skied since then, but never at the level that I was I was at because I was like you know I wasn't like Todd level, but I was. Well, pretty I was going to say so. If you got a call from Todd, no, 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 he showed up at your door. Yes, and he's like, listen, he's got a ski sweater on. He's got, he's got his, his hot oh, cocoa. Oh, always, always, he came from the lodge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got that like you know beanie hat going yep. on. Yeah, that's he's, a snowboarder, but that's great. okay. That's a snowboarder. What'd you call? Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. So he says to you, "Listen, I know you stopped skiing. I need you right now. We're in a competition. We're going to win a hundred thousand dollars." I'd be like, "There are literally millions of people <laughs> no, who would be no, better no, no, for no, this no, team no, than no. me." I remember what it was like to ski with you. I know your body. I know your patterns. I know your body. <laughs> I know your body. <laughs> We've got to do this together. It's right. the only way. Would I do it? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, I would but do it's it. A, but, it's a, but it's a black diamond. One person in history has died from it. Yeah, I would do it. But not, <laughs> if, if it were on Dinosaur Mountain, I might not. Yeah. Because you never know if they clean it up. Although that place is out of business That's now, true. so fuck that. And you'd still do a black diamond now? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I really would like to get back into skiing more. I've been playing this game called like, Steep lately on, I on PlayStation, like and I'm fucking feeling it. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. And Jude really wants to go, and he's at an age. It's like, just one I'm of those things, though. Age. Like, you know, I'll, I'll I'll put motorcycles in this category too, where even if you're like an amazing, you're you've you know you're a master at it, right? You've got perfect like, as balance. you are with the motorcycle, and and yet if the the road conditions or something that's out of your control mm-hmm. um, is such that you know you're gonna fucking collide into something or have some accident. Yeah, but that's why you become a master at it, so you know how to mitigate those circumstances. Yeah, yeah, you right? mitigate it, but like I don't know the risk that's there still. I mean, yeah, it's I true say that, this like, as you know, athletes who, yeah. get injured, right? Like, I mean, like any extreme athlete has had 30 or 40 fractures over the of course, course of their yeah. career, right? Yeah. Like it happens. 
But A, you get used to it, and B, you you learn how to avoid getting real injuries. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think it's something that if you love it enough, you know, it's fine. It makes sense. I guess for me, that's one of those things where as a parent now, I feel like my calculation for those kinds of things, you know, like at least in this stage, maybe later, you know, when the kids are in college, they don't give a shit if I die. It's fine. No. Um, I mean, they can, you know, they'll, they'll give a shit, but they'll be fine. But now I feel like, you know, I got to I got to I got some work to do first. That's true. Yeah. You want to make sure you get some you get some shit done. You, you got to you got to got to, you know, get some debt I've going gotta go through you the Jedi get, training you to go through the Jedi and training get them to a certain level where they can take over and go on their own and yeah. not turn into fucking dark side, you know, exactly. Douchebags. Palpatine. Yeah. So yesterday we went sledding and there's this hill in our town. That is famous. It's it's mm. it's it's like specifically where everybody goes to sled. Yeah, because every it town is, has one of these. Right? You got it. You got to have a sledding yeah, hill. You right? have to. Yeah. And growing up, the sledding hill that we had for some reason had trees like all over it. So, like there were a lot of like people getting their teeth knocked out, like classic Abdullah situation. <laughs> oh man. Um, but this one it doesn't have that. It's just this, like vast multi-part hill. Oh, that's that great. you can go. You can go all the, the way up. The multi-part is huge... key, right? Because depending on your age, you get exactly. You know, yeah. It's like a ski mountain. Yeah. That's like it's basically a small ski mountain. That's awesome. Um, and so we do a lot of sledding there. And my parents for Christmas got the boys like n- nice sleds because we've always used these like shit kind of plastic things. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so they're is this like metal. What is this? No, they're actually foam. They're like a foam composite, um, huh. like low friction. Yeah, very wow. lightweight. Um, oh yeah, no, I have one of those too. Those foam ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With What's the handles on the side. Well, actually, there's one that um, my sister had gotten for Grace for Christmas a couple years ago, and it's just like a little, a little thing that you sit on, and there's like one. Um, handle that you hold on to and you put your legs around that. Yeah. There's a oh, name yeah, yeah, for the yeah, style. Yeah, 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 like the It's super cool. You go yeah. pretty, yeah, you go pretty fast. Yeah, well, this is like, it, it's sort of, it looks like a jet ski sort of from the top, oh. but it's it's flat, you know, it's, yeah. a, it's a board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it comes with a warning that it says that like, the, just this might be faster than you're, you're <laughs> ready for. So like, yeah. just, you know, make sure you're supervising oh, man, kids. so much fun. And so, but of course, as we've established on the show, I have no half-ass, you know, like Full everything ass. we do, like the first thing I did was a fucking jump on it yesterday. <laughs> and I still have an actively, you know, healing tailbone situation. You idiot. I know, I'm a fucking moron. Um, but it was so fun and it was crazy fast. Yeah. Like crazy fast. And so we were trying to take these like videos. Like 80 miles per hour? Like maybe a thousand. Yeah. We we're taking, these, I broke the sound barrier a couple times. <laughs> we were taking these videos from like the bottom of the mountain and, um, and it's so funny because they're all ruined by me screaming for like, dude, <laughs> hold on. Both kids are like silent and you're just like, ah! I'm like, oh my God. Well, yeah. I was screaming because I was terrified. And like there's That's one where Mike is yeah. coming down yeah. and, and Jude is like, it, he's standing next to me as we're filming her coming down. And then he just for some reason runs into her path. And I'm like, she can't stop. Like this, these things go so fast. You can't stop. Like right. You can ditch it. But that's like pretty there's dangerous. There's like a smoke in trail in the snow. Yeah. It's steaming. Yeah. Um, and uh, so like you know but he survived which was which was good it's it's very intense but yeah sledding is a oh, classic oh it's so much fun I love it what about you so I mean we're you know the kids are still pretty young but like sledding we've done somewhat I, I haven't gone yet there is a place in my town that similar to the what you described How's but the we, haven't been there. we haven't been there yet okay. so I'm not as familiar with it okay. we also happen to have like a, a really good driveway for this where you just do, goes well, out once into the, the turkeys street. clear out of that thing you'll be fine. <clears throat> yeah and it's yeah. a dead end so like I can just go right down it and you know usually there's no cars coming um, so Grace and I did that uh, maybe a week or two ago, um, and there was only like three inches of snow, but it was just enough, you know, to be able to. Well, something you realize when you go sledding with kids is like they don't need that much snowpack, no, right? Exactly. Like we, well, our fat asses, we can't oh, yeah. fucking do it. But but kids like you just uh, dusting oh, is it's enough. so much yeah. fun. So we had a we had a blast doing that. But I'm excited for when they're like a little bit older, because you know, right now, I mean, with Luke at least, you know, <laughs> you get them all bundled up, which is a process. That's so cute though. And oh, then they God. get out, and they're like. A little bit in shock, like, you know, yeah. like it's fun, you know, he's excited about it, but then he's also just like, he goes to stand in it and he's like, what the, and he yeah. wants to come up to me again. Um, and then like, he, you know, wants to try it a little bit more, but then I tried doing like Snow Angel and Grace was all about it, but Luke was still like frightened. Um, so, so yeah, it's like a, it's a trade off and I don't know if you find this, but I'm trying to be better about it and I, you know, I sort of, um... I think about Patrick Green and your sense of adventure. Mm-hmm. And there's those Famous. moments where you know, like, you might have an hour or something, and you're like, is it worth getting them all bundled up to go out in the backyard in the snow? I know that's going to be, like, a thing, you know, to get them all bundled up, to go out there, to go back in and, like, you know, dry off and all that kind of stuff. It's it's just like an investment. 
Um, you're already looking at me like I'm crazy. So no, I'm looking at you like yeah, it's a fucking investment. It is. It's it is crazy how much time that ta- that takes. It, it's a isn't lot. It? it is, and so and that's also why, how much cleanup. But I'm trying to do that more yeah. and not have to like you know need necessarily half a day for it. Just be like okay with just going out there. You I love know? you're saying an awesome. hour. I mean, for, if if we have 20 minutes and that's I mean like like I'm I'm gonna try it tonight when I get off the train. We're gonna have about eight oh, minutes too. of daylight. Oh you know, me too. I'm still totally. gonna fucking do it. Yeah, because totally. we have a little hill on the side of our house and we can and just roll down the that, snow you know? right now is great for snowman. Yeah. powder yeah it's perfect uh, yeah when in, when in doubt do it but you know part of the thing i look at it partly like we choose to live in a part of the country not just because of the weather you know because we have family and we have other right. career things here but like but still you know at some point we could all just get up and move but we don't because we appreciate what we have here that's it, right something that makes this part of the country special it's is awesome. our snowfall right mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like i want to engender in the kids a sense of like pride in being new englanders too you know <laughs> yeah that like when it snows out that they like know how to handle that's it a resilience like yeah it, and it's yeah. fun yeah. and shoveling is like a pain in the ass but it's like you feel really good once you're done with it so it's, it's true um it's also an incredible workout if you oh, like, yeah. have a heart tracker app like holy shit i almost I also had think a heart I shovel too fast. i think i shovel too fast yeah i probably do too i get really into it I mean now, so now that I've been boxing and I'm a and I go in beast mode. Well, now you know, you're a psycho beast, and yeah. uh, it's all about the core, man. Yeah. I've never been Tim so Berners aware of that, of a core. Like, are you? I had no concept of this before I started boxing. Yeah, you know, like I I, I ran. That was something I did, you know, pretty frequently. So I, I got that a little yeah. bit, but I never like did any classes at the gym or anything like that. And uh, I'm it, I feel like it's such a revelation, like the the core and the how, core as like a, a tool to use. Yeah, it well, is. Well, yeah. a tool to use, but also how like energizing it is to and like it f- just feels good to like work on your core mm-hmm. but it, like do you have a concept of that because i really had i i have more of like one now than i did even, even just time. like even just like last year like I, I i'm definitely like as i'm getting older realizing more for one thing that you have to really use that <laughs> instead exactly. of just like relying on like your bones to support your strength that's what know? i mean exactly but also just like uh, as a as a tool for getting like traction uh when you're doing like when you're shoveling for example exactly like not just engaging your back and your legs but oh like, and actually, that's all like, i would ever used to do or my yeah, arms you know yeah. but like i never actually used my core it feels good like it, it feels, feels good to exercise good. that like 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 i like we were doing this thing where i was um doing uh like pivots with henry in my arms because we were like <laughs> dancing to something the other day yeah and i was like i was like feels fucking good i'm getting the right? sides yeah yeah no it is good i took a pilates class in high school oh okay so yeah so you um, know well you this know. is this is not that productive but uh it was my friend lucas and i uh, and we we took the it was like an elective so I did Why taekwondo. Why is every Lucas good at Pilates? <laughs> I'm just <laughs> yeah, classic Pilates name. Everyone. Um, I heard somebody say Pilates. Oh, recently, I like. That. I don't think that's actually. I think it's just like. Well, I don't know. So I we'll see. I have no idea. You but could I did this talking. as like a, as like an elective in high yeah. school. Um, because I was told you can't do taekwondo anymore because I'd done it like thir- like thirteen thousand <laughs> trimesters in a row. So I did this uh, this Pilates class. The idea being that we would meet girls in it oh yeah it was, it was always only girls doing the class and so lucas and i decided like oh we're gonna like go and like we'll be like the two you know the guys like you know in this pilates studs class. and it was like for the but that's what lucas is lucas is always lucas the, stud. the classic stud yeah. classic yeah, stud. you got nothing on classic, classic but you could be a wingman classic yeah. lucas. i could be a wingman in yeah. pilates yeah um and we show up and it's like a it's just clear that like nobody fucking even cares that we're that we're there <laughs> If anything, it's an annoyance for them that there's like men holding them back because we're right. kind of flexible. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. also that like every move made me have to fart. <laughs> and Lucas too. And we would talk about it. We're like, what's wrong with us? Like, why is it that every single stretch we do? And we would it would be I'd be there for five minutes doing yeah. these fucking core exercises, visualizing the pearl floating above my center, my sacrum. That's know? really something you do. And then I'd be like, oh my god, when I the second I do that, I have to pass gas. It's probably and we look at each other and be like, what the fuck is wrong with us? And both- all these like. These girls, like, they look so, like, like just, like, graceful, and, like, they couldn't, like, there's, like, nothing, there's nothing in their way, and we're fucking sweat. I was sweating because I was holding farts in the whole time, and eventually <laughs> I let it go, and it was the last one that I went to. <sighs> and then did it clear out the room at that point? I, th- I think I blamed it on somebody else. Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel like it was probably had more to do with your high school uh, boy ap- uh, diet. <laughs> you know, yeah. if like only I could constant tell why farts. having nine burritos yeah, and seven thousand exactly. cheeses, all the Mountain Dew, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's something just <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh. using it's it's also something cool about snow activities is they do use muscle groups that we don't use very much. Yeah, like the true. first time. Have you been cross country skiing? No, it is the hardest thing. Yeah, I bet ever. 
I mean, like I've tried, you know, while I was skiing, I would try to like go a little bit distance, you know, not on a hill. So right, I guess but like, actual, does that qualify? <laughs> like I was in Colorado no, once I and I did cross country skiing for like hours. With it like must people be, yeah. do it a lot. Yeah. And I have never in my life had that kind of a workout before. That was, it was just insane. But then the second time you do it, you're like, okay, I can, I can keep up. I can kind of do it. But it's because, it's because it uses it all of these sense, different yeah. stabilizer muscles and things yeah. that we don't get to use very much. Man, we have so many um, muscles. I got so many. Tim, not, not, not Tim Berners-Lee level, but we're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. We're striving. But, um, but I want to go back for a second. You know, you're talking about the the question of whether or not it's worth it to yeah. go outside. I know usually the typical Patrick answer for this is like, yeah, of course it's worth it. I was going to say, just for you, it's just it. always. The answer is always. But I, there I, I struggle sometimes with being like, well, we're going to be out there for 12 minutes because Henry's well, going to get really thing. cold. That's what I mean. And, and it's going to take yeah. much longer than that both to get them ready. Right. And then afterwards, it's like there's just a fucking mountain of wet shit. Exactly. Right? The amount of clothes and layers. I actually, I've invested oh, a little bit. If you invest a little extra time in the prep before you go out, yeah. I did this last time, and I, I it was really worth it. So I, I have a um, electric heater, okay, <laughs> that's in the basement. It's like one of these little radiator plug-in. Oh, like things. a space heater. Yeah, it's like a little space heater. Yeah, and I put it on my. I have like a sun deck thing before you go outside. If you go out the back door, and so I turned that room, which would be cold, but I put the heater in there and I put yeah. like a towel down, and I just made it like a re-entry zone. Nice, and it's in the back too, so where, it doesn't get the rest of the house right. Messy. And so yeah. then we could like I knew it'd be nice and warm in there, and we could like you know take everything off there. And it made it so much easier. But even then, yeah, even then, even with even the reentry zone, I mean, zone. We, we have we have like the little sort of area when you walk in where it's just like you know all of our shit kind of lives. Yeah, and it's, yeah. It's yeah. not like the main part of the house yet, so it's, it, that's like we have a staging area that's true. as well. It's not mm-hmm. quite a sunroom, but you know, it's something. <laughs> um, and even in, even in that though, like just the amount of like I'm still cleaning up shit from yesterday that I forgot about. Just like yeah. And then there's the other issue with mittens and things that match. Oh and yeah! Where do they go? Uh, Why can't uh, I like ever socks. find the other fucking glove? What is up with this? It's so complicated. <laughs> you just gotta have enough gloves that it'll work out. You just have to have so many of them, and yeah. they all have to kind of be similar to each other, right, right? Right. But it's crazy. And then, and then I'm always like, well, does this? Because I like to put things in the dryer when we come back in. Oh, right? that's smart. If you can, yeah, right? It's yeah. genius level. Genius um, level. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure most people do that. I don't actually. That's a good idea. I really you, don't you have do enough it. rooms that you have. You well, know, and I usually the, just the I hang quarters. them somewhere above like a heater and that you know well you, you you do it with the space heater with the electric it's the same thing oh yeah right? that's true yeah 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 um genius so not tim berners lee <laughs> but you know getting there we'll get there so i like to have you know uh stuff kind of dry off but then i'm like is this material resilient enough to put into a dryer is that safe yeah i don't that's true know. um I, I, have, I have something to read quick before we run out of oh time that's here. right you have some listener feedback yeah i have right? listener feedback from uh, my cousin joey yeah do it who uh he's a, he's like our earliest fan he is. He's very dedicated. Um, he's also our uh, occupational sti- therapy thanks consultant. Thanks for sticking with it, Joey. Yeah, yeah, thank you for sticking with it, Joey. Uh, if you didn't, you know, I would guilt trip you very much about it. So, uh, so, so I asked him, like, what are some things you do? Because he has 300 children. Um, I wow, was like, good for him. Yeah, it's, they're, they're busy, a busy couple. I was like, uh, you know, what do, what do you guys do in the snow? You have a, a, a bigger family than we do. Um, the age span is from teenager now all the way to, like, three. Um, he says... Sometimes I'll let them run around at Bob's Furniture. They can jump on the beds and they eat warm cookies for free, no joke. And sometimes they put out the large Sour Patch kids, too. So Bob's Furniture is not only where the fun happens, but it's a great place to take your kids. That is snowing brilliant. out. Stamps.com This is like the them. opposite of a sponsorship because they're going to hate us, you know? It's like we're just sending all these people <laughs> who have no intention of buying furniture. <laughs> I love it. Just kids. Uh, but mostly we build forts and watch Lego Batman or play Mario Party. He says, snow pants and boots are essential for sledding, though. Found that out the hard way in a thermos of hot cocoa. Uh, and he said, uh, we just pl- started playing the story game, too. It's basically what we did. Uh, it's basically, I start off a story, and then Riley adds to it, and then Lily and Kaylee, mm. too. So the sisters all kind of add to the story, which is another good idea. That's good. Something that we've been doing is um, using it as a time to play board games. Yeah. I'm Which so excited to play board games. Even yeah. though we still have I, power usually in these situations. Yeah. I but, tried yeah. with like Candyland on a vacation once with Grace, and it was like, you know, she was intrigued by it, mm-hmm. but it was too young. It was like a year ago, I think. But that's a good, Candyland specifically is a good one for really little kids. That's what I mean. Right? Yeah, that's why I thought it'd be good. So maybe this year, maybe this year it'll stick. Yeah. Like we have, uh, so I have a, a pretty rare board game that I got that I'm very excited. I was waiting for years to find one Jumanji. that I could afford. Jumanji. It's the real Jumanji. 
No, it's a, it's it's from Operation Aliens, which was a uh, something that in the early '90s was trying to get launched by Fox in conjunction with Kenner Toys, and they had a whole line of toys and collectibles based around this idea, this IP that didn't really take off. Yeah, because it's hard to make kid friendly alien stuff. True, but there's this there's like a whole sort of um, gamut of things with that um, with that uh, not copyright license from oh, the early license, 90s yeah. and, and I'm trying to like get all of the things from that because it's something that I'm collecting yeah and one of them is this board game which is sort of mythical because there's not that many of them that exist and if there are they're usually hundreds of dollars and I'm not going to spend that but I found one that I could afford yeah and I got that and we've been playing it a lot at home and it's for one thing awesome that's cool and both of the boys love it because they both really love aliens of course but it's definitely too complicated for Henry <laughs> so it's a constant balancing act of like it's like one of those really complicated strategy games or something <laughs> yeah it, it is like it's like Settlers of Catan it's oh, like wow. it's like you got to like write stuff down you got to use math and like add things um jude can kind of play it and he really he really loves like kind of playing it yeah, you know like yeah. we kind of simplify some of the rules but with henry it's like he's very engaged in it and he's the one that wants to play it the most but as soon as it comes out it's like a matter of time before he just like jumps on the board and fucking starts throwing things <laughs> you know what i mean yeah totally so it's tough board how great is tough. the resurgence of board games though like that's they that's have the taken thing, off right? yeah the la- i feel like the last five years alone you know i started playing some with my uh some of my high school friends like what um, oh God! I mean, I can't. I can't even tell you now the names because it's been a little since I had kids. I pretty much stopped altogether. Yeah. Um, but there were some really great ones. Catan was like the first one, Settlers of Catan, where we started doing that, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, it like exploded this world of other games. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember some of them. There's like a great co-op one, um, called uh... Chess. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's a virus has taken over the world. What's the name of it? It starts with a P. Poop. Uh, yeah, it's poop. Definitely poop. Pangolin. Um, I fucking know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. Pandemic. That's oh, it. pandemic. That yes. makes more sense. That's yeah. a fun one. Um, there's tons of other ones that people know about listening to this, but uh, but yeah, I'm, I feel like it's it's fun that we actually. Uh, it's a whole industry that's taken off. Right yeah, now. this is a good example of this phenomenon that I, there must be a name for it, but people always assume that new ways of doing traditional things will subsume the old ways. That's right. right. Like yeah. TV was supposed to kill the radio. The yep. internet was supposed to kill the television. Um, you know, playing video games is supposed to kill traditional board games, yeah. et cetera. But they don't. They just they just force things to like change and to become more Transform. true to their essence, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think That's part right. of what's been great about board games is that they've become like more substantial because of this. Because, yeah. Like, if you're going to seek out a board game, you want a different experience That's from right. playing something on your phone. It can't all right? just be the same kind of like, you know, you roll a die and keep going. It can't you know, progress all be and, sorry yeah. over yeah. and over yeah, again, exactly, right? Yeah. It has to change a little bit to be viable. And I think that we see that happening with... You know, now podcasting taking up the mantle of the radio. Like, if you told me twenty years ago that most of the media that I consume would be in the form of a of an of like basically a radio show, I'd be like, oh, and yeah, podcasts. I mean, if you remember, they came out initially and they got pretty. You know, they got relatively big, I guess, on the on the iPod, and then all of a sudden it just died down. It was like a joke. Yeah, from like two thousand six to two thousand ten. Yeah, and now this it's like one of the main ways people are in the golden era of podcasting, and we're the kings of the (laughs) empire. The kings, right here. here. Um, so do you have a funny, uh, snow day story as we close? Not that I can think of. I have a feeling you have one. I don't. I, I well, I, I was, I have I, funny I'm, I'm glad you, you through Joey brought up the idea of the other stuff that you do during these snow days too, because you know, there's the calculation you make about whether it's worth going out. And then of course it only ends up being like 10 minutes. And so you still have to so figure short. out what to do with the rest of the winter, yeah. you know? And then especially as you really get, um, sick of being in the house all the time. What's the word for that? Uh, <laughs> I can't think of it. There is like a definite. There's an word. actual word. Cabin fever. Cabin fever. Cabin yeah, fever. I think that's the one. Good movie too. That's a scary one. It is. Yeah. So as you get, you know, sick of being at home, I won't even use the word. Um, I think you just have to think of more stuff to do. You know, and I don't, I don't necessarily have any one like amazing thing, but it can be really fun on those snow days too to just like you know watch a movie or do something that's like pretty straightforward, but. As a family again, and you have like no, you can't go out, you can't do other stuff, and so it's an excuse, right? Like you, you can get out of the house, but you're not going to go. It's not easy, right? Yeah, exactly. It's something where like you, you can do it, and when you do, well, so part of what's nice about it is yeah. it forces you to slow down and reframe your situation, which yeah. is something we talk about on the show a lot. That's right? true. So the fact that it's harder to get out and do things mm-hmm. means that like you might as well make something of it when you do. Yeah. So like when you go out, it's like a big deal. It's gonna yeah. be fun. You're gonna really get into it. And you're not going to look at it as just a chore, right? Right. But it also means that when you when you're home, because that's like the situation that you're in, you have to think yeah. about what it means to be home as something that's like experiential. Right? Yeah. It's not just where you happen to live, 
but it's like a place filled with stuff to do that maybe you haven't considered before because you've always been kind of in a rush. And this is why I, you know, I have to say I'm sorry, Tim Berners Lee, Sir Tim Berners Lee, um, but I, I, you know, I wish the internet wasn't around for these moments because. This is when, like, we can now work from home, as I said earlier, which mm-hmm. is a luxury, but it's also, like, it means you can work, you know, on those days. Um, and it's it's unfortunate because, like, this idea of an actual, you know, snow day, I feel like is gone for me, at least, um, to some extent. I mean, I, you know, I could just take the day off. I, I, I should probably try to do that more. I've done that a couple times. Yeah. Where I've been like, yeah. you know what? I'm just going to use PT. Like, nothing's super urgent. Right. I'm going to take the day off. One other thing I should mention... I guess it relates to this. I almost died one year in a snowstorm. Really? <laughs> yeah. So let's let's bring this all back to me almost dying. Yeah. Again. Let's go back to the cancer. Because you know, yeah. let's let's do that. Yeah. So I was on. I was driving probably Hang too on, fast. Did you, had you gotten a fortune cookie seven days before this? <laughs> oh my god! It all makes sense this now. This is where it comes from. Okay. So I was driving uh, also to I think take a final at the time. Huh. Interesting. And. So it was a, it was one of these bad snow days, and I was in a car that shouldn't have been in the snow. What probably was the it was a Dodge Intrepid. I loved that car. Oh, nice, it was cab, a nice cab forward design. Yeah, it was oh, sweet. I fucking actually really like. Yeah, car a lot. it's one of my favorites that I've had in my life. Um, and so I was driving in the in the of course in the fast lane on the left backwards. <laughs> well, <laughs> you just spoiler alert. <laughs> I ended up backwards. So on the highway. I, yes, I was wow. driving on a highway, maybe like three lane highway. <clears throat> My car started to do the swerve thing, you know, because I was going too fast and I hit some ice. And my car fucking spun around. Mm. I was like a ballerina, my Pirouette. car was. Well, you and were, you were and it was like one of those slow motion moments. I, rem- I remember it. And I ended up all the way in the rightmost lane, the breakdown lane, in the opposite, facing the opposite direction of traffic. Or no, it wasn't quite the breakdown lane. It was the all the way right lane where there were actual cars. Like in the actual, still in the yes. highway. Yeah. And I was just like, facing Holy the wrong way. Shit. Yeah. And I just had this moment where I'm like, I could have just fucking died. But thankfully, the cars that were there were far enough behind me that it wasn't an issue at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I was able to, you know, get my shit together and just turn do, do a U-turn on the highway <laughs> and drive, <laughs> drive on. Um, so I guess that's that's a message of, you know, just that be careful That shit happens. There. It, it honestly, yeah. like, uh, 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 there's a story I'll tell next time um, or sometime in the future about, <laughs> uh, about when we tried to have an acapella trip. During an actual blizzard, wow, um, and how it became because we were traveling down the eastern seaboard of oh, the United yeah, States I've to done go one of those to, too. to DC. Yep, and it was this like, but I was I was the director of the group, and we had you know uh, I think eighteen guys in it, and everybody oh, was boy. driving down in these like little carpools, and it was like, and I had a final to take the uh-huh. morning of, so I had to leave in the last you know trip so i'm getting all these people like all these reports from the highway of people telling me how bad it's getting oh my and God. one of them was my friend carter had literally his jeep wrangler had turned around on the highway and it was getting pushed by a <laughs> semi at lo- at slow speeds <laughs> and so he's fucking his his jeep oh is just God. getting fucking like slowly nudged and he and he got off and he's like i uh think my jeep got hit by a truck for a while back there <laughs> so it, it does it does happen but Be briefly careful out there something that i feel like we don't talk about enough is that like when you start driving everybody has an experience like that oh yeah you know? yeah, yeah, yeah like everybody has like a near emergency right and i feel like uh it's 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 frightening because like our kids are gonna go through that too but we've oh, i don't even want to think about that yeah, yeah. all right well, on that note we'll stay safe out there don't stay- die <laughs> try not to die listening to this seven days but if you are driving and this is the last thing you hear you know i hope i hope we were able to sort of see you out i hope it was fun yeah i hope this was a good way to die and uh yeah imagine if someone dies as they listen to these words I feel like we would haunt them. Thank you. We would haunt us. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Be well in the afterlife. Don't haunt us.